Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Eric. Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How's your day going? I'm good, Ryan. How are you? I appreciate the uh, opportunity to join. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to you. Let's introduce you to my audience of Morning Upgraders. Please tell everyone who you are, what you do for a living, and the third thing is what you are grateful for right now. My name is uh, Eric Bellis. I'm with Top Tier Sales Advisors. I um, help small to medium companies grow their revenue, manage their sales teams, and put them uh, on the right track as far as sales. As far as what I'm grateful for now is uh, my, um, my family and uh, my health. I'm glad that you specialize in sales because I'd like to ask you some tips around that uh, maybe a little bit later. Because I think that's, even if you're not in sales per se, like that's your job title, you're selling every day, you know, in all, Correct, yeah. in all areas. And so it'd be great to pull some, some of that knowledge out of your brain. But first, let's, let's go to your morning routine though. Uh, let's, let's tell everyone how you start your day. I normally get up at about uh, 5.30. And uh, what I first do is I turn on the financial channel, either Bloomberg or CNBC, kind of see what's going on in the morning. Most mornings, as long as it's not too cold out, I'll go for a run for about 45 minutes and then come home and um, continue watching either CNBC or Bloomberg to get my pulse on what's going on and then really kickstart my day at about quarter to eight. And then I have my first coaching sessions at eight o'clock in the morning. Really? That early for coaching sessions? That's correct. Yeah. Most of my owners like to start early. When you're an entrepreneur, I like to start early and really, you know, get your day started before your employees get in or anything that before anything that really um, takes effect. And why the um, I can't 160 something episodes. I don't think anyone's mentioned putting the financial channels on. That stood out to me. You're not in the finance business per se. Is it just more for your no, own curiosity but, and knowledge? You know, for small businesses, you really have to take a look at what's the pulse in the world is around you. And you have to see what's around you, what the trends are, what, you know, what the, you know, what, what, whether it's geopolitical or economic trends, that things that are happening around you that will affect your business or the businesses that you market to. And what do you say you watch? Mainly CNBC, Squawk Box okay. in the morning, Bloomberg at times, depending on the day. Yeah, I guess I do something similar. Like I... Right before I get out of bed, I know they say don't check your phone, but I do because I I subscribe to a newsletter called 1440. And so that's the first Mm -hmm. thing I do is I get my phone and the sports letter. It's a sports newsletter, just so I have some knowledge Mm -hmm. about what's happening in the sports world for conversational purposes. But for 1440, I read both of those newsletters and 1440 is a recaps everything from politics to finance to everything really. And it's like, it's it's very Mm -hmm. easy to like skim. So I just, Mm -hmm. that's how I keep in the know on things. Habits. And you said you run, so that's a good habit, 45 minutes. Uh, what other habits do you have that you rely on throughout the day? I like to you know, spend my lunch time really either reading something or you know, listening to something of, of value to me that's going to move my clients somewhere. Like I'll listen to a podcast or I'll listen to something on you know, CNBC that you know, I can use in my work. I read a lot, and you know, I read a lot, you know, of books and newspapers and 
there still is a thing called the newspaper I read from, you know, time to time, but I, okay. I read a, a lot, a lot of stuff online as well. I'm similar with the books in the car. I listen to audio books. I've got an audible mm-hmm. subscription. So I mean, I do listen to Pandora sometimes. I do like to listen to music. Mm-hmm. So what books, if a friend said to you, like, I want to read a couple of good business books, are there any that come to mind first? Um, yeah, you know what? You know, for small businesses, you know, for me, especially to learn a system and really get down to how businesses should operate. Um, I don't know if you've heard of the book, um, the book called Traction by Gino Whitman. Um, the previous guest just said that. It's so funny. <laughs> it's a system, you know, and it's something I've learned a lot from, and I pick it up from, you know, time to time. I've read it, you know, twice cover to cover, but, you know, I'll pick up chapters where, you know what, I'd like to review more on and, you know, see what it's more more about and kind of where where I could be more helpful. Because, you know, he, he does talk about something called rocks where you start out with, you know, your bigger rocks and you make them smaller and, and more digestible to where you work on those problems. And you could solve those problems. You know, you take the bigger problems and you make them smaller so you can solve them. That's so funny. My, like I said, my previous guest literally said that. I feel like this is a sign from the universe. I need to look at that book. He, he actually implemented the whole, he had an implementer. Is that the word to use? I think he said yep, implementer. Yep, implementer, yep, yep. That came in, worked with his business to implement the traction system. And so yep. he, it's been a game changer, he said, for his, for his business. Yes. All right, so traction. What about sales books? Do you read any sales books that, or, or is there one that you could recommend? Yeah, I've read a book called Selling to Dito. Selling to Dito, which is uh, a book. Um, it's an older book, but it, it, it really talks about you know selling to the top officers of a company. Dito stands for very important top officer. So you learn the vernacular, you learn what value to express to them and what's important to them. Selling to Vito, I've, that's a first. It's an older book. It's been out a while. It's by Anthony uh, Aranello, and it's been out for a while. It's probably been out for like 15, 20 years. It's been redone a couple times, updated, but you know, it's a, it's, it's a classic book. It's something that I've subscribed to. I've, I've read a couple times, and uh, you know, it, it really helps me get in contact and unlock what senior executives need and, and want. Yeah. All right. Check it out. You seem very like, like me, very business and edu- self education oriented. What do you do for for happiness, fun, joy? I mean, maybe that maybe it is business, but outside of business, no, you know, you outside of business, outside of business is my family. My parents live not too far. You know, myself and my wife, you know, who I is my partner. Really, she is my best friend and uh, partner, and we do everything together. You know, we'll go on trips, we'll go on vacations. But outside of that, um, I'm a sports official for soccer at the college level, the high school level, and the youth level. And I've done it for 38 years, and I still get charged at going on the field, you know, every time I go out there. You know, it's something that I enjoy. It's just something I enjoy doing, and I've gotten good at it, where now I'm actually an instructor for younger kids to come in and and younger, more inexperienced referees to help them – mentor in the process and what sport was that i I missed that soccer soccer okay oh oh, that's interesting okay that's really good so you get you're out you're actually actually out there refereeing like running around and refereeing yep 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 Yep. been doing it for 38 years and really enjoy it 
enjoy it. You know, now I've you know taken more enjoyment probably the last you know ten years enjoy it more than I did in the previous twenty eight years. I think as you get older, you enjoy things more and and you do things more for enjoyment than you do for anything else. Now I know why you run in the morning because you need to, you know, it's no joke running back and forth in the soccer field. Yep. Keep in shape. Yep. Yeah. So my middle daughter plays soccer and I've noticed that some of the, she's only in fifth grade, uh, but Mm -hmm. I noticed like third, fourth grade, especially like in, not in club but more in rec, some of the officials, the, the referees will coach the girls. So like they seem like they really mm-hmm. enjoy it. Like they're trying to help the girls improve their game. So it's really yep. cool to see that. Whether I go out and do a um, men's D2, D3, or I go do a, a nine-year-old game, you know, I'm, I'm now having fun. That's the name of the game for me. It's having fun every time I'm out there. Eric, let's talk about sales. I've got entrepreneurs that listen to this, but really it doesn't matter who everyone's selling. So it doesn't really matter if you are an entrepreneur or not. What are your some of your go-to sales tips, sales strategies? I know it's a very broad question, but I mean it's a broad question, but I, I think it comes down to knowing your why. Why do you do this? Why do, why is your product or service better than anybody? You know, why would somebody buy your product or service? And really get your why down to a science. You know, it should be your thirty-second ele- elevator pitch of you know why you do this. Why I do what I do is, is I like to help people. I like to help people. I like to be involved. And I've always wanted to be on my own and own my own business. Yeah. I think that's super important, knowing your why. And I think some, a lot of times people don't know what, like why people should buy from them, what makes yep. them different. Because sometimes it's hard. You know, sometimes it's hard to know what makes you different. Are there, are there any exercises that you take people through to unwrap that? Yeah, you know, so I'll walk people through questions. It's asking a lot of questions. When you're with a, a prospect, is be able to ask them questions. You know, what are they looking for? How long they've been looking? What do they see in the product? What do they see? What do they want to get out of the product or service? What's going to make it a pleasurable experience if it's a service? Well, what's going to make it a pleasurable experience for them? What have they looked at in the past? You know, just all the questions. And, and sales is about asking questions. It comes down to asking the right questions, and, you know, not asking yes, no questions. Because if you ask a yes, no question, you'll get a one word answer. And yeah. you want to be able to engage somebody, get somebody engaged. Because people buy from people. Once they're engaged with you, they'll be able to, you know, people buy from people. That's a very good point. Whenever I'm on a sales call and I know that I'm doing more of the talking, I know I'm not doing a good job. They're not engaged. I'm asking the yeah, right questions. I mean, I mean listen, I, I, I always use the expression with, younger entrepreneurs or doing sales coaching is you should you should listen twice as much as to speak because you have two ears and one mouth. Yep. So true. <laughs> so true. <laughs> I read a lot of sales books or I have read a lot of sales books. I've taken some trainings too and whatnot. But do you believe in like this the strategies that you hear a lot about like using silence? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're before. they're all good if it's deployed and employed right, you know, right. correctly. If you don't, you know, you don't try to just deploy one. You have to really master the conversation. It's a ball. It's about the conversation and knowing when and, and really reading the room. I call it reading the room, even though you may be selling from even a, a virtual perspective, you can pick up on cues. That's been a, a dynamic with a lot of my clients now being remote 
and selling remote is, you know, they're not getting that one-to-one in-person kind of reactions and body language they have to pick yeah. up on. You know, and I tell yeah. them you have to pick up on cues and you have to be able to read the room and knowing when to say something or not to say something, like you said, the silence, silence, don't say anything. And then, you know, have them comment and you then will be able to direct the conversation back as the sales professional, direct the conversation back to where it should be. Yeah. And I think, I think a big thing too is, is having belief in your product or service. It's hard to sell mm-hmm. something if you really don't believe it's going to help the other person. You know, Correct. that's really key. Correct. We're getting close to the end. Got a couple, couple last questions for you. So sure. I wanted to stay on your business one, one more time uh, for more question. Then I might go to the meaning of life for your business chat. Like with, in terms of challenges, is there any specific challenge you can think of that you've had to overcome the last, yeah. I don't know, few years and how did you do it? I just think, I just think like anybody else is growing, making sure that, you know, you grow with the right client and, you know, you want to make sure that you're there to deliver value to your clients. And that's what I always, you know, um, challenge myself from day to day that I'm delivering value to my clients. It's very important to me. It's very important that, you know, I continually deliver value. So really like reinventing yourself, it sounds like you're almost saying like continuously being in that reinvention mode, make sure you're providing yeah, value. Yeah, you know what? It's not, yeah, you can't stay, you can't stay it and expect to get a better result. You know, you got to improve yourself and improve your services that you offer to improve the client experience. Yeah, 100% agree. We do that at Ballantine too. So always trying to improve. All right, Eric, this was great. Got one last question for you. Sure. And then we're going to wrap up with you sharing your website or whatever you want to share. So my last question is usually, and it will be today too, about the meaning of life. It's a personal question. So through your experiences thus far, on planet earth, what is the meaning of life? You know, the meaning of life is for me is to have an impact on people is to give to others and treat others how you want to be treated. And that's as simple as I'll make it is, you know, if you treat people with a high degree of respect, they'll treat you with a high degree of respect in return. And you're not just saying that you're living it because you, you, you do sales coaching, you referee soccer. And so that's proof right there that you are, living what you are saying. So Correct. good job. So if someone wants to connect with you, Eric, where should we send them? You can connect with me via email. I'm at eballis, E-B-A-L-I-S, at sales, S-A-L-E-S, acceleration, X-C-E-L-E-R-A-T-I-O-N.com. And uh, we can connect there and start up a conversation and uh, see how I can help you. Great. And what's your website? Is it, is it the email address, the end of the email address? Yes. Perfect. Okay. Eric, great job. Thank you. All right. I appreciate it, Ryan. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.